everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am one of those people. My name is Michelle Kane, and I am with Voice Matters. I am here as ever with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim. She is the glue that keeps us all together at Solo PR Pro. How are you today, Karen? Glue has lost a little bit of her stickiness, but I'm good. <laughs> it's okay. The humidity will help. <laughs> Oh, good, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. You know, full disclosure, I lost my furry office mate over the past weekend. So it's been a little uh, slow going. But you know what? That's the beauty of being a solo. I can be kind to myself and and truly be almost amazed by, you know, all the outpouring. It's pretty, pretty special. So I don't have to worry about barks today, but that probably won't last long. And I mean, I'll tell you, I am going to miss our, our podcast buddy is, you know, maybe not as much as Michelle, because I didn't have him every day, but I miss him and I'm really sad. So we are paying tribute to our, our not so silent podcast partner. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, much like finding a new dog will be making sure it's a good fit today. We're going to talk about is that business prospect a good fit? You know, when you, when you, when a new client comes knocking or if you, you know, spy an opportunity, your yeah. first instinct may be to just run headlong in and just be like, yes, new business. This is great. I'm going to sign you. And then maybe at that first meeting or a weekend, you think, oh, what did I do? So yeah. today we're going to talk about maybe how to slow your roll. Be purposeful because you are in this business and have your own business to have joy in the work you do. And that also depends on who you are working with. I love that. Um, And I just read this this week and gosh, I'm going to apologize because I don't remember who said it, but they talked about maybe it could have been Michael Smart. Um, and maybe I'm just like, so two of the people that I've read things from this week, among the two people that I've read things that are very, very smart people are Michael Smart and David Fields. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was one of the two, but I just want to mention their names just in case it was, because I don't ever want to take someone words and not give credit. But right. some smart person this week um, said that interviewing clients should really be an interview that you shouldn't be trying to sell them on hiring you. Mm. They should be the ones that you're so in demand that they're begging to work with you. I I love that mental flip because I think that if you go into the situation feeling like you have to make this sell, it can make you miss things. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, in our personal lives, you know, if you've been married a long time, you may not remember this. So I'm going from memory too. Um, but when you're dating, you don't just meet someone and decide that you have to convince them to marry you. There is a process where you want to get to know them and make sure that it's the right fit. So you don't want to jump into a client relationship without really understanding this may look good on paper. And it may look good today, but will it look good a month from now, three months from now, a year from now? Right. And yeah, and it has a lot to do with, you know, work styles, expectations, just really a 
good fit. I love that mental flip. I mean, even if you're just starting out and you have a fairly empty book of work, just that mental flip alone, I think, gives you a different energy and they have a different perception of you. Plus, I think they may feel like, oh, this person's really got it together and, you know, even more so than we already do because we do. But um, and I think that'll help you because I know, hey, I've been guilty of it in the past of where you're just kind of making mental notes as the conversations go on of, oh, that doesn't sound so great, but I can muscle through that or, you know, I'll deal with that when it comes up kind of thing. And, you know, that's not an ideal way to go into a business relationship. Past week, um, one of our solos, and I won't share any of the details or the person's name, but one of the solos had previously come to our group about a new client and they weren't on board it just yet. And Mm -hmm. this person had some reservations and was asking for some advice to kind of work through it. Well, cue, you know, cue the music three months later, she fired them. And, you know, it's just a reminder that don't ever ignore that gut check. When something feels off, maybe you can't put your finger on it. Maybe it's chemistry. And, I, I, you know, for me, I don't want to work with people that I don't like. Because that's not going to, you know, I want the work to not only be good, but by golly, I want to have a good time doing it. And there's enough business that I don't have to hold my nose and take somebody just to stash cash. Um, I'd rather not work like that. I'd rather work with people that, you know, are, are, we're going to be a good fit and we're going to mesh and we're going to get, get on. Well, I I think it makes it harder to get things done if you don't like the person. So Mm -hmm. um, trust your gut, you know, if, if there's something that's just, and maybe, you know, sometimes it's just like that feeling that's like, I don't know what it is, but something's not right. Investigate it. If it, you know, if you feel more comfortable doing that, investigate it, validate it, get to the bottom of it, you know, sit with it for a moment and think through like, was it something they said? Was it something that I felt? Why did I get this particular feeling and check it out? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you know, we have a whole list of things that we'll share with you about questions that you can ask, but I think our gut instinct, we might tend to dismiss it. And it can be one of the most important things that we bring to that business development table. Yeah. And and just, you know, remember that, yeah, if you don't like who you're working with, or if the way they work is just crazy making, not only is that going to affect your work for them, it's going to bleed into all of your other work. You're going to start to dread doing any of your work because you're like, oh, I have to deal with that today Ugh. or that person. Or I can't believe they you know, sent me a text at 4 a.m. or you know, something out of, out of this world. And, you know, and it's interesting because to flip that around a little bit, you know, sometimes you hear things about a business in an area and you're like, Oh, that sounds like bad news. I'll stay away from them. And um, I had a a conversation with, with an owner um, in the past few years and they were actually quite lovely. And, and, and hearing things, hearing their side of things, I thought, Oh, you know, what's, what's the problem here? You know, if people only knew blah, 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 blah. And, you know, so, but, all the more reason to 
ask the right questions, give it time. Depending on the type of work you're doing, I know in our world we do a lot of content marketing. I know that's what I do a lot of with my clients where a great way for find, – find a way. Let's say if you're on the fence, if you're not sure, you're thinking, this could be okay, but I'm not sure. And likewise, they not be, might be sure about you. You know, in the content marketing world, you can just say, okay, you know what? I'll get you set up with a plan, with a strategy, and you can decide whether or not at the end of this, we can decide whether or not we want to keep this going. Because that's a great way. You know, it's not necessarily a trial. You're still delivering solid work product, but it gives both yeah. of you an out. Yeah. And I mean, tip brought up a great point on the relationship. And and I mean that's a good yeah. start for anybody. So um in in my business, we sometimes will do like a three month project. Like yeah. let's, you know, let's start with a project. Let's do a three month project and it it has a super tight scope that with clearly articulated deliverables and goals. And that gives us an opportunity to kind of work through the relationship and yeah. see if it really is a good fit for long-term strategy. Right. Um, now, in addition to like gut check and all of that stuff, let's let's get into some of the specifics that you should look for in that, in your conversations that lead up, you know, as you're in your business development process, obviously you, you want to know the type of work they do and you want to ensure that it's something that really is in your wheelhouse of expertise. You don't ever want to take on things unless you are expanding your practice and you have expertise suited to that. You don't want to get in over your head right out of the gate. So we're assuming that from a, you know, you can do the work, you can do the work and you can succeed in the work that that's all covered. It's funny that a lot of people don't make sure that that person can actually hire you. And that's from a organizational standpoint, but as well as from a financial standpoint, you don't want to waste a bunch of time. If somebody is talking to you and they've got a $2,000 budget, but they've got $15,000 dreams, yes. it's a waste of time for both of you. Yes. So you want to do some things to sort of, you know, fill that out right in the beginning. I flat out ask, like I'll have a conversation with people because I find that um, conversations are fruitful for me. And, you know, this just happened to me last week. I had a conversation with somebody that I knew going into the conversation, I was not going to be able to take on as a client, but I still wanted to meet the person talk with them, chat with them, offer a little bit of advice and get to know them myself so that I could make some recommendations. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be one of my best conversations of the week. I'm so happy that I made this connection with this fantastic human being. Um, But flat out ask, you know, can you help us to understand like what budget range are you looking for? And the reason that I ask, I'm really transparent. The reason that I ask is so that we really understand the scope of work that we're looking at. We don't want to propose something that's much bigger than what you were thinking about in terms of budget. People will tell you, and if they have no idea, throw out numbers, pause for a little bit and let them think on it. Don't just Mm -hmm. jump right in and like answer. This is, you know, good sales technique. You find out a lot by learning to be silent Mm -hmm. and not interjecting. So just be silent, let them think Mm -hmm. on it. Um, And if it just is, they really and truly have no idea, throw out ranges and they'll jump into a range. I, I, it, it really (laughs) like works 99.2% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I found. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, I found too, 
like you, it didn't take me long to start doing that straight away. Well, what is your budget? Because if you don't have the money for X, Y, Z, there's no point having the conversation pretending that you do. And then in times where, you know, there have been many cases where they say what their budget is and you know right away, but what you want, you can't get with that. So let's just have a chat right now, either ruling myself in or out at that point, right? Thinking, yeah, I could still do that or totally not interested. But like you say, let me spend 10 minutes saying, well, you know what, with that budget, I recommend you focus on this. And, you know, maybe you can do some of that internally or, you know, get through or, or here's what I recommend you do with those dollars. And, um, you know, it's fine. And like you say, it's fun to make new connections just for the sake of it, because you never know, you're always planting seeds. And, you know, really expanding people who say, Oh, yeah, I talked to her, she knows what she's doing. (laughs) Some days that's enough. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to stress, it doesn't mean that you have to have every conversation either. Right. My fair share of conversations, because it just is completely so yeah. again, I do believe in having an ROI on your time. And sometimes yeah. that ROI is not financial. There's a different benefit. So as long as you've assessed it and you've assessed that it, you know, it's worth a meeting, then by all means, take it. Yeah. I love what um, Chip says about listening more than talking. When I worked in sales, one of the first lessons I learned is that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> That you should always listen twice as much as you talk. And I completely agree with that. Because again, if you allow breathing space, people will tell you what you need to know. They'll reveal so much information and then you really understand, you know, how to position yourself. But, but here's the key too. you know, we started out by saying that you should not be trying to sell yourself. You guys are awesome at your jobs. You are. You started a business because you are an expert in your craft. You started a business because you knew that you could do it. You don't need them. They need you. So the client is trying to sell you. So that's why I have no qualms about like, I don't need your work. And even if I didn't have a single client on the book, I don't, I'm not needy. I don't need your work. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can't afford me. And no, I mean, not in an arrogant way, of course, but no, but and, and I mean, usually, say, but honestly, like <laughs> you're not trying to force yourself upon them. I guess is what I'm saying. Right. You're not trying to force anything. They right. came to you because you have something of value that's a need for them, yeah. and so that puts you in a position of being able to look at this from a business perspective and assess whether or not it's the right fit for you. And you don't have to take lower than budget. You don't have to accept work that you feel iffy about. You really honestly don't. I I, I want to yeah. just, <laughs> I wish I could make you all signs. Like, please don't do this to yourself. <laughs> do not undervalue yourself. Do Stickers. not undercharge. You are worth it. You are great at your job. I promise you are. <laughs> we, we need we need selfie frames. Solo PR Pro selfie frames. Yeah. Develop that. No, it's it is interesting. And and you know, I I found too, if it is a client, you know, who or a prospect who has a very limited budget with high expectations, they're also going to be the ones that tend to drive you nuts with every little thing. Yeah. What is that? Well, what is that? Uh, Just you know, relax because I am the professional. Let's just chill out. So, and 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 I love what you say. It, it brings me back to something that's kind of become my 
sort of personal mission statement in, in my work is I just want to do good work with good people. That's it. Yeah. Good work with good people at the end of the day. And, you know, if you use that as your guide, that does kind of help you say, well, I'm not just going to take any old thing that comes to my doorstep, or I'm not going to chase after things that maybe aren't a good fit for me. And, you know, I think you know yourself well enough. I know recently a uh, an opportunity came to the top in my region and, you know, a couple of people were like, oh, aren't you going to go for that? And I thought, no, you know, five years ago, maybe, yeah, I would have been so all over that, but I'm kind of past that kind of thing now. And no, and, and knowing, you know, sometimes knowing yourself yeah. and where your points of just disinterest might kick in just because you can doesn't mean you should yeah. um, align with certain work and, and certain projects. So, so let's talk a little bit about the question. So mm. we've talked about budget. You, you yeah. do need to have some idea that they can afford you. Yeah. Chip and I are going to um, have a debate either here or on yeah. um, his show one day about budget, because that'll be a good discussion for us. We'll have, have to have him back. We haven't had him back in a while. Yeah. So <laughs> on one of our two platforms, Chip, it's on. We're going to fight about budget. <laughs> And we're going to make it fun because, you know, I, I have a feeling that he and I um, really don't have a difference of opinion. We just have a difference in semantics. Approach. <laughs> and approach, approach, perhaps. Yes, he's, so, he's um, giving us some good comments here in the in the YouTube, in our YouTube comments. <laughs> so we are, um, you need to know about budget. You need to know about the organizational process. I think that's yes. really important because Boy. that also plays into your own workflow. Yeah. When you have perfect example, if you do media relations, you know that when you're working earned media, you need somebody that's responsive and available. You need someone that understands that when you cultivated an opportunity to publish a quote and you got a couple of questions that they really need to answer you, not three days from now, yeah, now. but on that day. Yeah. Um, so you have to have an organizational structure that allows that you know, to take advantage of immediate opportunities, as well as be available for those opportunities that have a little bit of a timeline. So if you, you know, have a byline opportunity, they need to be able to turn things around within a week or two at the at the latest. Yeah. If you have um, an interview opportunity, they can't say, well, I'm available, you know, three weeks from, you know, tomorrow, that's not going to work. So I think that's right. important to get worked out. But then also, even if you don't do earned media, that process of who is actually going to be, number one, your contact, who's going to be the person that is going to push things through the process? Well, you have to work through multiple layers to get things approved. Now, if that's your work style and that works for you, that's good. But if you're right. somebody that is going to get frustrated by that, it's really important. So ask about the structure, you know, tell me about your systems and your processes and your workflow. You want to understand that. I think you want to understand cultural fit. D does the company totally. culture match your vision and values? Does it match how you like to work? Um, are you kind of a laid back person that really appreciates more conversational style and casual conversation, but this organization is super buttoned up and super corporate and um, not so personable, is that going to work for you? Mm -hmm. 
some people can flow in both and it's not a problem, but you know, it's about being real with yourself about these are the people that you're going to work with. So you need to understand that. What about meeting styles? Are they going to want to meet with you every week? Do they want in-person meetings Is or if, if it's somebody that's in a different location, will they want you to fly in a few times a year? I mean, get all of that stuff out, you know, in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And, and especially not to keep putting back to budget, but you have to work that into what you're going to be charging. You know, it's one, it's a different thing to have a weekly call or report to file versus travel. So you, and yeah, I think at the outset of any relationship you want to, you, I mean, you can't, you can't foresee all surprises, but you definitely want to make sure that you're covering all these bases. So it's an, it's important to ask these questions and have these conversations at the outset. And, you know, as we all know, it's not just what's in the conversation that communicates with this prospect. It's the fact that you are thinking enough to have it that yeah. communicates on a different level with them that they hopefully will appreciate that. If you want this work, that is, if you don't, that's okay too. Yeah. I mean, I also like to ask, um, you know, about the person, you know, mm-hmm. you know, tell me, you know, about, I'd love to hear how you came to the company. What, you know, what drew you to yeah. the company? Um, ask about, you know, what their goals are, because again, yeah. that gives you some insight into their personality. It gives you some insight into, you know, if they might be thinking of moving into a different position, which means you, you would need to develop deep relationships in this organization. I mean, yeah. just ask. It also, you know, for me, I honestly, you know, I, I joke a lot, but I honestly am very people oriented and I put people first. So I really do prize people over the yeah. transaction. Um, yeah. And even when people change jobs or um, the account comes to an end, my relationships with the people outlives that. And and that's just been the story of my career because that that's meaningful yeah. to me. Because at the end of my life, it's not going to matter about a bunch of brands that I served, right. but it is going to matter if I, you know, connected with people and made a difference for them and I showed up for them and had those human connections. So I really focus on that. But, but yeah, I think it's important. You're getting to know them and it gives you Mm -hmm. some insight into their personality. It will unlock how they like to work. Um, I think communication styles are something that, you know, you need to find out about too. Are they somebody that's going to want to send a lot of emails? Are they Mm going to want you on messaging apps? Are they somebody that's going to, are they, you know, a work after hours type person? Mm -hmm. Some people are, have a lot of clients like that, but right from the beginning, when you sort of set those boundaries and you can sort of tease that out, you can talk about your work styles. You know, here's what we do. We optimize your time. So we don't do a lot of meetings. Um, we'd rather spend your budget on getting actual work done. Yes, exactly. Um, we don't work after hours unless there is, you know, something that we're watching or monitoring or there's a crisis, obviously, but we um, will see everything in the morning and respond to it at that time. We're not available on weekends unless it's, you know, of course, if it's right. a life-threatening emergency or something that really cannot wait, then you mm-hmm. can always text us. I mean, and you can be very casual about that, even in the, in the, business development process because you yeah. want them to understand you as well yeah. to make sure that you're the right team for them. That's true. That's true. Because some may have an expectation of, oh no, I want you to be on call. But I love 
I, I love doing that, setting those expectations and guardrails at that time because it can feel casual. It won't feel like, well, I've signed you now. Here are my rules, which can just come a communicate in a different way that's not so great or not so yeah. conducive to building that relationship, which is so true. I, you know, I've heard over the years and, you know, in many different arenas, not just what we do of, you know, don't get too attached don't get too attached to the people, but my goodness, that's what we're here for. I mean, it's yeah. if I'm working for you and you're marketing, then I am your champion. You know, it, so, you know, if I see or hear something that it's beneficial for you to know, yeah, I'm going to tell you. It just made me sound like I'm spying on everyone. I'm not. That's that's not <laughs> the point. But it's just like, you know, hey, I have, in other words, I have your back. And that does fall within our realm of, you know, protecting your brand and promoting your your company or product or, or campaign. It's 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 knowing that yeah okay when we sign that that agreement or contract I'm on I'm on team company you know I'm, yeah. I'm here with you and absolutely and yeah and like you say it does come down to okay let's make sure we're going to work well together because I might not be yeah. such if you make me crazy. I think it's <laughs> also important to. Um, discuss why they're looking for a PR team. Mm, you know, like, yes. what yeah. do you think you want? Like, you know, what, um, what drove the need? So yeah. this is super important. Number one, you want to find out if there's a current team in place and they're parting ways. I yeah. never disparage another PR agency ever right. because right. in my 17 years and, and many of you have many more of experience more often than not, it's not the PR team, it's the client, it's the fit. And it's not to say that either person is bad, but something was miscommunicated or they're just, it wasn't the right fit. Um, Expectations were higher than normal, but these are things that you can learn. I'm always a little hesitant to come in when there's a team in place. Um, and, And it's because we're loyal to one another, we're a community. And so I feel that. Um, there have been times that, you know, the team knew that they were parting ways and, you know, it was all above board. And and I really said, you know, it, that makes me sad. You know, it, it never feels good to see yeah. a colleague um, lose an account. So I don't feel good about that. But it, but you want to get to the reasons. And, and he, so if they don't have a PR team and they're hiring you and somehow, you know, it all goes down and they're all nice, but then on day one of the kickoff, they're hitting you with this big thing that they want done in a week. <laughs> that could be problematic. <laughs> Just that you, know. you want to understand, like, <laughs> I mean, the why it's like, Oh, well, we have this, you know, data campaign that, and we need somebody to pitch it, or we wrote this op-ed and we want it to get placed. That's a red flag. Just, yeah. just so you all know, if you're new to this business, that's a red flag because you don't want to start with a fire hose culture. Right. Um, ever. <laughs> no, <laughs> I never. You, it's just not fun. Did oh, by the way, yeah, get like, me on the Today Show right away. <laughs> there you go. You don't want any surprises. You really want to understand what's the motivation. Is something broken? Is this because they have something big coming up? And even if they can't disclose, you can at least then start to say, okay, I understand. So yeah. you have something big and you want PR support. Is that six months into the future? Is it, you know, when is that happening? And because you don't want to promise some heavy lift that is going to make the start of the account um, chaotic. And you want to make sure that they understand that part of PR is planning. 
You've got to research and you've got to plan. You're not going to implement until you do the R and the P. So (laughs) (laughs) just saying we're, 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 we're good, but we're not magicians. (laughs) Uh, Some people think we are. (laughs) You just do the thing with the things with those things. Yeah. It's not how it's my family describing my job. She does yeah. the things. The things. <laughs> you do those things. Like what what is that? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but no, it's it's just so important to make sure that you touch, you know, all of these bases as you have a conversation with with a prospect. And you know, you, you want to continue to love the work that you do. And you want to continue to be fulfilled by it and propelled by it. Um, so, you know, please don't think that you just have to take anything that comes along or or just pick something up be, just because it it's just not nine times out of 10. It's just not going to end well. And and it's mostly about you. We care about our, our you know, our solos out there and our our agency owners. We we want to see everyone succeed. We I'm with Karen. I believe a rising tide lifts all boats. There's enough to go around and, you know, we have to help each other with the profession so that, you know, as a profession that we are appreciated in the way that, that, that should be, or that we're viewed in a, in a way that should be in a positive light. Um, I know I've had cases where I've had conversations with someone and I flat out said, well, you don't need me you have this good plan and you have someone inside that, that, you know, rocks at this, that, and the other, um, you know, you might've thought you wanted me for something else, but really you need this. Sometimes that's kind of fun, actually. Um, doesn't put anything in your bank account, puts things in your goodwill account though. So that's okay. And, um, yeah, it's like, uh, I, I'd be dishonest if I contrived something to take your money when, you know, you've already really got something happening. So if you follow that path, that's great. But that's also on you to follow that path. I love that. Sometimes they just need that. You know, for many years, we talked about Nordstrom's service and how they would recommend someone else to you. And, you know, I just remember really like having that resonate with me. And I think that, you know, I think at our core solos definitely are like that. We're helpful. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's a good, you know, offer a solution, even if you are not the solution. And absolutely, I've certainly told people like, hey, you know, I, I think that you would be better off using that budget on content marketing or exactly. using that budget to hire an internal person. Here's yeah. what you should think about doing. If you yeah. need some help and you need some recommendations or you want us to look at a job description, we're happy to help or reach out to our network. We're happy to help in that way. Yeah, it's it, it, that's a good feeling. And as Michelle said, it doesn't put money in your bank account immediately, but what it does do is it affirms your integrity and your reputation as a a solo PR pro and someone who truly does look out for the interest of the people you serve. And I think that that's equally as important. It's not always about you know, again, bringing in the business, it's about doing the right thing. The business will come in and and the right business will come in. And, you know, we, I think that we probably have said this before. I, it it feels like I say this almost every day, (laughs) 
But I know that we can all suffer from, you know, pesky imposter syndrome where some feel like we're not deserving or that we don't know enough as, you know, Sally Sue, who is all over the place and seems like she's thriving. That's not true. You are great at what you do. And there are clients that are waiting, waiting to work with you. You may not know their names yet, but they're out there. So you do not have to accept anything that's less than valuable to you. And you deserve to work with people that are going to appreciate you and appreciate the value that you're bringing to their account. So, you know, stand your ground in the nicest way possible be firm with your own boundaries and and please do have those boundaries because you deserve it. You deserve a great business and you deserve to wake up every day, maybe some days a little more tired than others, but happy that you're doing yeah. the work that you love with people that you actually enjoy. Yeah. You know what? I can't top that. And I recommend to our listeners, take that little last bit that Karen just said. If you need to listen to it, every day because we all know especially those of us who work in our home offices by ourselves how easy it is to get in that little cycle of you know oh i haven't heard from so and so oh my gosh do i suck i don't know so i will also queue up this episode <laughs> that i need it you get in your own head so get out of your own head solos go out there and you know what let's make a new contact this week. Let's do a little challenge. Make a new contact, even if it's just a get-to-know-you conversation, if you need some practice with this, and see where it leads. So we hope this has been of value to you today, and we are so grateful that you tune in, and we look forward to seeing you next time on That's All Life. <laughs>